on that mission to learn more about sports history and some of the greatest athletes in the world. And I decided to look into Joe DiMaggio, the Yankee Clipper, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Look at his statistics, his career, and his life. And it's all coming up for you in just a moment. My name's Darren Hayes, and I know you've heard me on the Pigskin Dispatch talking about football history for years. Well, now I'm on a new mission, a quest to find sports history in other sports, as well as football, by learning through the jerseys and the apparel and the gear that the players wore and the franchises supplied their teams. It's an educational trip, and I'm taking you with me day by day, player by player, uniform by uniform, the Sports Jersey Dispatch. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place to get some great sports history and the chronicles by the great players that played the game. Now, we have a, a very special episode we get to talk about today. One of the greatest baseball players, in fact, some claim he is the greatest baseball player to ever play Major League Baseball, and that's Joe DiMaggio. And I sat there and said, you know, I know who Joe DiMaggio is, but do I really know the, a lot of history about him? And the answer was, I really didn't. So I I wanted to get a little bit into his uh, career and some of the things that's happened to Joe as a person. Now, perhaps the best well-known baseball, this side of Babe Ruth as a player, is that fellow born in Martinez, California on November 25th, 1914, named Giuseppe Paolo DiMaggio. And to the baseball world, he's known as Joe DiMaggio. There are hundreds of places you can go to learn about the stats of Jumpin' Joe, and we will cover a few of them here. But the stories within the story of Joe D are truly what makes him an interesting figure in the chronicles of sports. Now, for starters, uh, let's pay this great ball player his respects by what he did on the field. Now, Joe had a 13-year career for the New York Yankees, spanning from 1936 through 1951, and that was interrupted for three seasons when he served his country in World War II in the Army Air Corps. And he wore the number nine at first as a rookie, but then changed his pinstriped uniform adornment to display the number five. And that's what he's most well known of. That's why the Yankees retired his number five jersey. If you look at our greatest players in MLB history, number fives, uh, Joe DiMaggio is definitely on that list. His career batting average was an amazing 325 with 361 home runs, 2,214 hits, and 1,537 RBIs per the Baseball Reference website. Now, according to the website joedimaggio.com, the legendary Yankee center fielder had a t- 10 top 10 finishes in the most valuable player voting in his 13-year career, and he took home the hardware for the award three different times. Joe was a member of every All-Star team selected in every season in the big leagues he played in, and yes, 13 times in 13 years. DiMaggio was the MLB's Player of the Year and won two batting titles as well. And he also led the majors in home runs on two different occasions, as well as he was at the head of the pack twice in runs batted in department. You know, the legendary player played on nine World Series championships teams and in one other title series in which the Yanks lost. DiMaggio recorded eight home runs in the World Series games he played in, but not one of them was at Yankee Stadium. A very interesting fact. Uh, There was one that could have been, though. It happened in Game 6 of the 1947 World Series as cross-town National League rivals the Brooklyn Dodgers were playing the Yankees for the World Series crown. 
at Yankee Stadium with two outs in the sixth inning. DiMaggio was up the bat with runners on first and second. And Dodger left-handed pitcher Joe Hatton, who had just recently entered the game to face DiMaggio, uh, took a pitch right across the plate uh, at Joe, and Joe belted it long to left field. And the ball sent the Brooklyn outfielder back, 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 and just before short of the fence, it separated the bullpen about 415 feet. The ball was caught by Al Gianfredo. Now, the Dodgers held on to win the game, uh, game six, eight to six, and force a game seven with the Yanks. And the New York club won it all in the next evening with, in that game seven, 5-2 for the Yankees to take the World Series title. Now, what a tremendous thing. To, but that was the closest he came to having a home run. It was that short fence, 4-15. And, uh, you know, the great Brooklyn uh, Dodger outfielder made a catch. Uh, it was very tremendous. We have a video of that play uh, that's on YouTube that we uh, have ready for you to watch. Now, Joe DiMaggio had a great 56-game hitting streak that started on May 15, 1941 and ran all the way until just after the All-Star break on July 16th. During that hitting streak, Joe D batted 408 with 15 homers and an amazing 55 RBIs while only going down on strikes a mere five times in that whole span. DiMaggio even had a hit in the All-Star game during the streak, though it did not count as a part of the games in succession with hits. Probably should, so we really could say 57 games with hit. What was even more amazing was the fact that in 22 of those 56 games in the streak, they were multi-hit games for the great Yankee Clipper. Now that, as a being very productive player, I think you would, should surely say. Now, many think that in 1939, the Yankees may have been one of the best teams ever assembled. And I think those that say that just might be right. The Yankees that season finished with a record of 106 and 45. Joining uh, DiMaggio in the lineup were names like Bill Dickey, Babe Dahlgren, uh, Joe Gordon, uh, Red Rolfe, George Selkirk, Charlie Keller, and Frank Cristetti. Now, the biggest star from the season's past couldn't even play that much that year because of health issues. Yeah, that's the year that Lou Gehrig uh, came down with the disease, and he had his number retired on June 21st of 1939 that season as his health was in great decline. Joe DiMaggio and Gehrig were able to play together for four seasons before the illness set in, preventing Lou from playing on. And despite uh, popular misconceptions, Babe Ruth did never play in the same Yankee lineup as DiMaggio. The Salt and the Swing retired two years prior to Joe joining the Yankees. Now, the Yankee clipper Joe DiMaggio was not only a big league hitter and fielder, but he also could play the field quite well in the big leagues in his personal life. Now, Joe married not one, but two stars of the day, Dorothy Arnold and Marilyn Monroe. Now, for those of you who don't know who Dorothy Arnold is, she was a Hollywood actress who appeared in 15 Universal Studios films from 1937 to 1939 and a few more after that. So that's just the height of her career. She was starring alongside other big names such as Bella Lugosi, Robert Kent, and William Gargan. And she put her acting career on pause after marrying Joe DiMaggio. Now, they were divorced a few years later, and she did try to come back and, and do a couple films later in that. But, uh, you know, Dorothy Arnold, a great actress. And then Marilyn Monroe, you know, probably the, the bombshell of all bombshells. And uh, the, the one that's probably uh, whose picture was probably pinned up in, in more uh, locker rooms and uh, garages and places where, where young men would hang out uh, than anyone else. 
And there is some interesting stories uh, about Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. And according to Ms. Monroe, Joe came up with a, a last-minute marriage plan that would fit each of their busy life's uh, hectic schedules. Because, you know, Joe was predominantly on the East Coast with baseball. He was retired from baseball when he started dating Marilyn Monroe, but he was still involved a lot with baseball, uh, but mainly out in New York City. Marilyn Monroe, of course, the, you know, Hollywood glamour, she was pretty much on the West Coast. So they had, you know, some 2,000 miles separating them, and they'd get to see each other from time to time. But having uh, time with your busy uh, business life and, you know, all, all the events you have to go to, it was tough for them to have time to even, you know, date, let alone at the point where they got to where they wanted to get married. So Joe came up with this great uh, idea and he said, uh, you're having all this trouble with the studio and not working, so why don't we get married right now, is what he told Monroe. He, he had to go to Japan on some baseball business, and so he decided that they would make a honeymoon out of the trip. So uh, Marilyn Monroe recalls DiMaggio saying, and so we were married and off to Japan for our honeymoon. So they got, uh, you know, married Joe DiMaggio they got it was originally from San Francisco so they got married I believe in the San Francisco area out on the west coast and then took off for Japan from there on her honeymoon but uh, you know, that that marriage it lasted for a little while too and then uh, it sort of fell apart unfortunately too and then after that you know Joe, Joe DiMaggio became uh, you know he was an ambassador for baseball I believe he coached uh, in the major leagues for a couple years out in California I believe with the Padres if I'm not mistaken and then he he, you know, became a spokesperson for some great products, Mr. Coffee, Joe DiMaggio, who can forget those uh, great commercials with the uh, the brewing cup that he probably put a coffee pot in, uh, in every single kitchen in America, got rid of the old uh, percolators and got the, the coffees we're, we're more used to now where you put the grounds in a filter and pour the water in it and it does its trick in a few minutes. So you know, Joe DiMaggio, Mr. Coffee, uh, the Yankee Clipper and all those other great things. So just some interesting tidbits and stories of Joe DiMaggio, his great baseball career, probably maybe one of the best baseball player ever to play. Uh, who knows? Uh, but uh, he, he is definitely in the top three or four, for, that is for sure. And uh, interesting lifestyle he has lived uh, during his life on baseball field and in real life with his marriages and everything else, the other opportunities he got to do. So... I learned a lot about uh, looking into Joe DiMaggio, and I'm going to keep on, on getting my education here on my quest to learn more about sports history here on the Sports Jersey Dispatch in some future episodes. So stay with us. We're out a few times a week. If you're, you're lacking some during the week, we have a daily podcast on pigskindispatch.com and uh, the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch podcast. Favorite podcast provider, uh, the same ones that have this show, the Sports Jersey Dispatch and on the sportshistorynetwork.com. So make sure you check that out. Until next time, everybody, have a great sports history. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout, and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. 
Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.